0: I have been selling this book, Zanas and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking, which is published by MPH for a while now. It's a really good book. If you want to be a filmmaker, whether it's for YouTube, social media, TV, film, cinema, whatever, this is the book to get. I'm going to make it more accessible and more affordable to all of you because I believe that everybody needs to become a filmmaker. The more filmmakers we have in the world, I think this world will be a better place to live in. Now it's available as an electronic book download on my website, I'm gonna link it here. It's really cheap, it's really affordable, it's only five ringgit if you want to get the e-book version, okay, five ringgit. It doesn't really cost much, right? It's just a little bit of something for me. I mean, it did take a lot of work to write. Each chapter of this book talks about one part of the filmmaking process, and for each chapter as well, I interview a local filmmaker. It's only five ringgit! It's only five ringgit! You're watching and listening to the Fat Million Film Club, and I'm assuming you're Zan Asli. As usual, we watch a local film every week and we review it. And uh, this week,
1: we're matching.
0: What? I'm uh, matching. Get a, like like get a room. <laughs> la, eh. Get a room, get a room. Okay, anyway,
1: we're watching Mushrik on the premiere day where it's showing at weird timings at weird cinemas. Mushrik. So again not Mushrik. all local films are created equal. But
0: the bad ones if it's gets oh, the we don't if it's there. What
1: if it's like a fucking wonderful film? <laughs> okay
0: bye.
1: Okay. So we watched <laughs> Mushrik.
0: We watched Mushrik. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's directed by Arjun Upal. Hmm. And stars
1: uh, Ariel Zafriel.
0: Yeah, a- Ariel Zafril. That We haven't
1: seen in a while. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I've only seen him on social media promoting he and his wife uh, his and his wife's business.
1: Products. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, we think he's a pretty good actor.
1: Hmm.
0: There's uh, there's a uh, Ashraf Muslim. Who I, directed, mm. who I directed way back in 2006 in a sitcom called Impia Niliana. Mm. Still remember or not? Ashraf Muslim. He's a baller. Like me. Uh,
1: okay. So, what's the film about?
0: I don't know. You tell us.
1: It's about Mushriks. <laughs> okay, la, so the film is about Ariel. ...who is played by Ariel yeah. Zafril. Uh, he is seen, at the beginning, breaking up with some woman. And then, he's breaking no, uh, up with... He no, basically divorces A woman, comes, her. Uh, woman comes to her. get angry with him. He divorced her, and then he's already married someone else and has a kid. And uh, he's basically a dick, lah. I don't know how else to describe it other than he's an asshole. And then um, After that Some shit starts happening To his family Like He starts hearing uh, Voices um, that he, oh The voices no, not
0: Make him go.
1: Accidentally Kill his, his wife, wife. Uh,
0: Intentionally Kill his wife No
1: accidentally He didn't mean it Abang tak sengaja Dia cakap
0: but he gets and really, then, um, t- m- he gets really
1: mean-tempered, like uh, mean-tempered. He's kind of an asshole. He's always trying to kill his daughter. <laughs>
0: he's always trying to kill his daughter. giving her peanut butter. Over, giving peanut butter because she's allergic <laughs> to, to nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Constantly giving her peanut <laughs> butter. Yeah, so ding-dong, ding-dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's the most brutal way it to was kill someone. It a key know?
1: plot point. Give the person okay. peanut
0: butter. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So... Ding dong ding dong Basically He kena buat lah But then it turns out buka juga Because he bought the That girl first His hmm. first wife yeah. uh, So it's, it's all
0: the Somebody yeah, bought this person bought so that yeah, person bought this and person bought that person And
1: then Ashraf Muslim comes in Because he's the
0: ustad you know yeah, You know Save say everybody
1: with the Al-Fatihah
0: Saya mengamalkan perubatan Islam hmm.
1: <laughs> But he saves everybody with the al That's and you, what's and, important. And, and
0: you think he's a very good looking Ustad, right?
1: I think he is the yeah, dude. That Ustad could get it. Like.
0: I might still have his number from two thousand six.
1: He could get hmm. it, man. Um he's got strong Ibman vibes, we felt. Because, because of his clothes. Of his clothes. He's always wearing like a juba and he's always very uh. like serious and stoic, you know. And um he recites the Ayah Quran very um. Seductively.
0: Um, very rahim It was very So now you're interrupting me with the yeah,
1: words because, of God. Because the word so of, normally, God
0: cannot,
1: words of God
0: cannot words of God cannot be with the words of man. So
1: you are interrupting me with
0: the words of God. Words of God cannot
1: right,
0: be okay,
1: what you know. Fine. Cannot be cannot
0: be what's the word? <laughs> okay, and then? <laughs> I saw your eyeballs go up there, so I'm trying to see. Azazil! Azazil! <laughs> okay, go on, go on. <laughs> you know, Achilles is waking up, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway. I'm sure if Muslim could get it, there's no start. Um. Yeah. So basically, that's what the film is about lah. So now, what do we think of it? <coughs> Other than the fact that Ashraf Muslim is a very um, seductive Muslim in this film, uh, and Ariel Zafril continues to be, I felt, quite a strong actor. Uh, he seems to be thinking on all these kind of roles, you know, all these like... Very horror thriller type roles. Um, I don't know if he's just choosing bad, but he seems to always be taking chances on films that are bad. Nah, not so great lah. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't really match up to his acting la talent. Mm. Um, but the, yeah, the film sucked. The, the,
0: it it's one, yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a bad film. Uh, it was, yeah, the narrative, the, the the story was bad. Uh, the cat. Characters were bad.
1: Some of the acting was bad.
0: Yeah. The script was bad. It, it looked bad. Even it the did look, look
1: bad. Yeah, it, it was, was shot very badly. It was colour graded le. very horribly also.
0: I don't know about colour uh, grading. It just looked horrible.
1: The contrast was so obvious. The daytime scenes are very, very yellow. And then the nighttime scenes are very, very black.
0: Is that what colour grading is?
1: No lah. That's why I said the colour grading was awful. It's like uh. the... It's so jarring I
0: don't know I can never tell colour grading If something was colour graded or not I, My eyes cannot tell mm. It looks all the uh, That's why I, yeah. yeah Colour grading never, ah, so kind of never the importance to me.
1: Yeah anyway I So I don't know I want to I, Okay lah Here's what I actually do want to talk about lah Okay mm. Yesterday Was the premiere Of this film mm. So disregard Whether it was good or bad It was the premiere of a, Another Malaysian film this Malaysian film didn't have a star-studded cast, it didn't have a blockbuster director, and clearly not the same amount of marketing as some other Malaysian films that we recently talked about. So, um, I kind of want to talk about... Okay, basically, you know the film sucks, right? So, I, I kind of actually want to talk about the fact that um, there's been a lot of uh, back and forth lah lately about how Malaysians don't support Malaysian films and we must go and support uh, but Malaysians will go out and support a good Malaysian film which is why this particular film uh, is being so celebrated and doing so well So, um, I just wanted to bring up the fact that yesterday it was the premiere date of this film and it was really difficult to find a screening to go to Um, the locations were very odd Um, they are all either like very obscure or very small cinemas and then when it's showing at the bigger cinemas the timings are weird there were only three screenings at uh, Pyramid Uh, two was during working hours and one was at 11.45 at night so is our Malaysians really going out to support this celebrated Malaysian film and we're doing it because it's a good film or is it just that this film has been positioned in such a way that it's accessible in terms of screenings and timings and locations and it's been marketed well, uh, well. I want to say well I was going to it say over marketed the very It was well. marketed very well yeah. So, is it really fair to the Malaysian film industry that not all Malaysian films get uh, at least some same benchmark of coverage I mean, yes, there's a two-week wajib tayang but the wajib tayang doesn't... It's too general. You need to screen for two weeks. But if I screen at just one cinema for the whole two weeks, I'm still screening for two weeks. Right. There's not enough gatekeeping or um, guidelines to make sure that actually all Malaysian films get the same amount of exposure. So good films, like... Actually, even older good films like Want to Jaga, Fly by Night... Um, this came out again when wantu to Jaga was also playing in the cinema. There were a lot of people who wanted to watch it couldn't uh, go see it because there were a limited amount of screenings and the timings were really really off Um, and like you know most recently also Split Gravy they don't get the same amount of uh, time or hauls or screenings as this one very celebrated Malaysian film so Um, yeah
0: I have a response to that okay go for it I don't support Malaysian films just because it's Malaysian films I will spot it if it's good. If it's horrible, it's horrible. And I'm not gonna spot it. Like in our reviews, if it's bad, we say it's bad. Yeah. And we spoil the whole bloody film. Yeah. Because we think it's bad. Like this film, Mushrik, Yeah, this music is, is really horrible. Bad. Um now there is a big role when it comes to marketing and promotions and distribution when it comes to film. Now, everybody already knows, and this is thanks to Takip. For, for writing about this and actually even if you go and see Shamsul Yusof has been going on different different talk shows on YouTube and even on TV talking about how uh, um, Mark Kilau is being marketed uh, and the budget that has been put in right? Um, they have allocated a substantial amount to marketing and promotions to the film and because of that uh, when they distribute the film uh, these cinemas they have confidence that the film will sell because it's visible, it's visual, everybody knows there's awareness about the film. So they are more than willing to give um, uh, the important slots to the film because they know people will come because the, the movie is, visual, is it's, it's there. People know about it. And, and I guess the feedback shows that people want to watch. So it's, it's a business, right? So they will, they will, they will make sure that, okay, why? Right, we'll take a risk. We'll take out Jurassic World from a prime spot and put Mark Kilau because Mark Kilau might do well. Now, a film like Mushrik I didn't know about the film Until this week We were looking for a film to review <laughs> Look through cinema.com.my Oh, wait, wait, wait Got, Got, one, Got one, let's go do I've never heard of the film So where was there Any budget allocated To market the film To promote the film And if there's nothing uh, Being done to promote the film How will you then Convince the cinemas To give the important slots Where they can actually make money Now, they're coming out of a pandemic where they've been losing so much money, MBU closed down even, can they afford to then take a risk with a film that nobody has heard of and they're not even sure if people will come and watch? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Yeah. so then it kind of becomes like film classism in a way. It's capitalism. Yeah, no, capitalism is one thing. But when Mm. we're talking about the marketing thing and we're talking about marketing Malaysian films, there are bodies in place that are supposed to be Pushing this film industry. Why are these bodies not allocating funds to promoting uh, Malaysian films throughout the year equally? Oh, You know what I mean? Yeah, but like,
0: it's not the bodies though.
1: I know it. It's
0: the production companies and the distributors who yeah, manage the so, funds.
1: Yeah, but the production companies only they don't, get they do it X amount of money. You know what I mean? There's a difference between the amount of money that Shamsu uses has and this director, for example. Yeah. So...
0: Have you heard of Upal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never mind lah. La. Yeah. My
1: point is If we're going to say Mm. that we need to support Malaysian films, we also need to support Malaysian film exposure which Mm. includes the marketing. And there are just too many tiers of inequality at play here. So it pisses me off when um, a film that is actually not very good is being celebrated as a very good Malaysian film which is why Malaysians are going out to watch it When it's actually not true, it's just a marketing ploy. A lot of people who are coming out from watching it aren't happy with it anyway. Um, Fine, Mushrik, Mushrik unfortunately, is the example being used because we went to see it on the premiere day. The film itself
0: doesn't deserve to be marketed. It doesn't deserve anything. anything It's horrible. Because Uh. it's
1: horrible. But what if it was actually a good film? What if there was a good Malaysian film that was out there that isn't getting the funding, that isn't getting the, the, the marketing and the promotion and distribution that they need. But, and because of that, like want to jaga, and because of that, people miss out.
0: Okay. From experience. Mm. From experience, mm. these production companies sometimes feel a little bit holier than thou and they say, all the money must go to the art of filmmaking. Don't mm. waste it on anything else. When we know that if you want to you want to create awareness of a film, you have to have substantial amount allocated to market it mm. and to promote it. But a lot of these, you know, so-called art filmmakers, they want to put all the money into the into making the film. Mm. And they feel if they do they use it for any other thing, it's not being true. Mm. To that. I've I've seen this happen. Yeah, yeah. People have told me. I've I've tried to persuade people also, and they say, no, no I'd rather make a good film and let the film speak for itself. We all know. Any film industry or market in the world requires marketing and promotion. Look at Hollywood. Good films in America also don't get good exposure because Hollywood has the budget. And Hollywood, they will give the budget to bankable filmmakers. Mm. If you are not bankable, they're not going to give it to you. And if there are like, like government agencies that give the funds, right? Okay, give the funds, manage it properly.
1: Mm.
0: The people who are receiving the funds, manage it properly. We get funds for our films. We we get funding and, and what for our films right? It's not a lot. Why? Because we are who we are. We are not Shamsul Yusof. I'm not going to get eight million to make a film. Y- you know what I mean? Why? I I don't have a movie that is a blockbuster hit. So people want to give the funds. So like, yeah, I make movies.
1: No, you he his blockbuster. Ah, uh, movies. movies. Yes, yes.
0: Sorry, Too uh, Shamsul. Wrong. Sorry, soul. <laughs> nanti
1: kena uh, nanti lagi belanja eh? kopi, uh,
0: But, yeah, you know what I mean? So, I, I admit that there is a lot of inequality happening. But, we can also discount the fact that it needs to be good lah to be promoted. You know what I mean? Mm.
1: Um, do, at, you, uh, do you also think that maybe filmmakers themselves need to be educated yes, on the business side of that's filmmaking? That's
0: what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The filmmakers and producers themselves
1: are not business-minded
0: enough yeah. to figure this out, lah. Yeah, well, yeah. I I'm practical enough to know that I need to pay to live under the roof, to pay phone bill, car, send kids to school, uh, what, uh, and all that. I can't just, uh, you know, put everything into the... ah No, it's a, it's a bit naive and stupid, also, lah.
1: Hmm. You know. But we don't know if this is what happened with Mosheg, Okay, so just just okay coming back into talking about the film it was it was also really badly paced it was really badly paced it was uh, the the story was kind of predictable in a way and there was no real narrative arc also and you now must wonder because you said like we never heard of the director before um
0: maybe we have but we forgot
1: why? Why? Who taught you to make this film? Who taught you to make films in general? Um, was this your first time making a film? Maybe and not. then Okay, great. Congratulations on your first film. But... Yala. And then... Um, coming back also to Ariel Zafrail, I like that he's taking on these roles. Um, he might not be in good films, but I, feel, I still feel like he's a good actor. Um, I think he's been trying to break away from, you know, all the lead Aaron Aziz-type roles. Mm. And he's trying to go into more of these, like, dark, twisted horror-thriller things. But... Is he not getting enough opportunity to do so and M- thus he yeah. just does whatever or
0: maybe nobody wants to give him is he good films. Is he not <laughs> yeah films.
1: like does he just not know how to pick the film?
0: Because we've seen him in films that where he performs really well. Yeah. We we are a fan, we're a fan of you
1: know Here we film.
0: There's yeah. a lot of whispering happening in that movie, you know Aku Iblis Iblis
1: he yeah. he, yeah, he likes part clearly. Yeah. Anyway, so, Yala. So, it's probably just going to survive the wajib tayang and then, let's say, if even.
0: If it even got uh, wajib tayang.
1: Because so you have to you, apply
0: to get wajib tayang. So,
1: will you tell people to watch this? No.
0: <laughs> I, like I said, I will not support anything bad, just not just because it's Malaysian, yeah. Must support. No. Mm. Right? Yeah. Must be good lah. Uh, and I'm saying it with the best intentions, you know. Bukan nak rosakkan nasi orang or destroy the industry.
1: Yeah.
0: Elevate it. Elevate it. Do better! Yeah. Which you
1: said a lot also. So, okay. Um, I also will tell people not to watch it. Uh, even though I like Ariel Zafril, but there's a lot of things that he's in that are better than this. Hmm. Um, notably mandatory, but I don't think you can access that anywhere. Anymore. Anyway. So... Yeah, Ariel Zafril, hopefully you get better roles soon and we can review a film that you're in <coughs> more positively soon. And uh, to the Malaysian filmmakers, please also think about the business side of promoting your film and not just about... There's no point of your film being able to speak volumes if you've got no loudspeaker lah. Let's just put it that way, okay? So please invest in a loudspeaker, buy on Shopee or what? and the, make very, sure people know about the film!
0: At the very least, use social media lah. Like, huh? Mushrik never heard. No
1: way, I yeah. no. <laughs> And now I'm gonna go and check if there's actually like, anything mm. about it at all. Like, Ariel Duffield, good? So. did he post anything about it? I'm also not sure. Anyway, no. we'll check. Yeah. So yeah, um, let us know what you think, if you actually have the great misfortune of going to see the film.
0: Maybe, maybe talk to us about film distribution.
1: Uh, and marketing
0: rather than waste your time talking about Mushrik damn
1: bad (laughs) okay
0: don't like this don't like comment whatever subscribe to our channel follow us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin or go to FatBidin.com to get everything I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli and
1: I'm Sheryl Eberstawan you've
0: been watching and listening to the FatBidin Film Club and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli and
1: once again I'm Sheryl Eberstawan and
0: you've been watching and listening to the FatBidin Film Club